Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Switzer. I am your host and I am the Clydesdale. I have with me my two friends. I only have two now, uh, but we love to do fitness and we're just hanging out. And we're going to talk about it tonight. What's up, guys? Hey. So we're coming off the excitement of last week giving away our first original RX Smart Gear jump rope as part of our hashtag road to a thousand. Um, so that is awesome. And we want to tell you that we are already 10 subscribers into the next hundred. And so we want to keep that momentum rolling. Let's go. And this is how you can become um, able to win a brand new customized RX smart gear jump rope. And that is one, subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Two, make sure that that account is public so that we can see your name. And three, share with everybody you know or tag your friends in a post that we may make about it so that we can get to that next level as quickly as possible. Yeah, Easy enough, be easier. right? Easy. Yep. Free stuff. Free stuff and... Our, one's already gone out the door, so we, uh, we're ready to give away a lot more because we want to get to that 1,000 so that by next CrossFit season, we can start uh, doing a little more fun and uh, remote location type stuff with the podcast. So that is, and we want to thank RX Mark here. They have been an awesome partner. Uh, we couldn't have asked for a better sponsor and partner to this podcast. They are awesome. And uh, it is the holiday season. If you want to buy one of your loved ones a jump rope, easy peasy, go on rxmarkhere.com. You can customize it, get the colors, the, the patterns that you like, and you can get 15% off by typing Clydesdale15, all caps, at checkout. Uh, and that gets you 15% off everything in the store except for new releases and special editions. Do it. All right. So we are going to quickly, we have a pretty big agenda tonight. So we are going to quickly move into our new segment. And the thing that has been all over social media, all over the podcasts, uh, is Jillian Michaels is back and making statements about CrossFit. So what I'm going to tell you first is our very own Kat Shear. <laughs> made a reaction video 
uh, by sharing your screen and went step-by-step -step through Jillian's video. So click on cats. Don't click on Jillian. We don't want to give her more likes for right. trashing what we do. <laughs> click on cats. Watch the video. You'll see it all in her video. And she gives you her reactions as she goes through, uh, through the video. And it's awesome. And yeah, pretty uh, much word by word, right? <laughs> right. I mean, you totally nailed it. It was awesome. Well, it was funny too, Scott, you introduced the segment talking about that Jillian Michaels was, uh, and her statements. And a statement would indicate a fact. So I take issue with you using that word because I'm not really sure what she was talking about. But yeah, she was giving her, I, she didn't even know what she was her opinion. About. Yeah. And she does not understand it whatsoever. And I'm just convinced that if you don't understand something, you probably shouldn't talk about it. So I want to take just a couple minutes to do a, a 10,000 foot level at this. You did, you dissected it literally word for Virtually. word. <laughs> uh, and if people want to see that, they should go check that out. It's a great laugh uh, right from the beginning when you ask her to pull up her pants uh, to the, to the end of well, the. That's going to get people to go watch, watch it by saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, so. What, what, I find, what I find interesting is that every time she has like a cover shoot or a, a big thing coming out where she's trying to promote something, her way of getting attention is to bash CrossFit. Which, how many times can you go to that well and still get, still get the attention you need? Well, apparently it's bottomless because I mean, she certainly did get the attention. I have a question. Is she a Nike sponsored athlete or does she get a, does she get sponsored by Nike? Cause I would, if I were Nike, I'd be upset that she was repping their brand and trashing, uh, you know, a methodology within, you know, with, with which they have athletes that are sponsored Nike athletes. Like I want to see Nike go after her. That would be cool. You know, what the part, there are many parts bothered me about it, but it's, it's extremely unprofessional because I would never go and spew information about yoga or about, you know, other training methods, you know, without having a full knowledge or an understanding of what that is. I'm not certified to speak about the yoga practices. I'm not certified to speak about other things. So it's right. just incredibly unprofessional. Right. Negligent. And, and, and us as coaches, we're all coaches here. We want to see people move. We want to see people get fit, you know, and to, to trash any methodology that gets someone off the couch and to get healthy is shows that she is self-serving and not looking out for her clients or the general public. Yeah. Yeah. And I found it really interesting um, that when she was talking about, you know, the, the seven people that she's known that have done CrossFit over huge, a decade. Huge, huge sample size, right? Yeah, that's where her, her data is coming from. But um, when she said, you know, my friend who had a heart attack, well, the friend was Bob Harper, who she did The Biggest Loser with, who is a CrossFit athlete. He happened to have a heart attack at a gym. It was not... Because, because of profit. And, he, and he has said multiple times that it would have happened walking down the street because heredi he has a hereditary condition 
that makes him susceptible to widowmaker heart, heart attacks. Yep. Yeah. And, and his doctors even proclaimed that if he wasn't as fit as he was, he most likely would have died. And CrossFit was the primary method of exercise, I believe, that he was doing leading up to that event, which again, like we said, would have happened regardless. Yep. Right. So the other, the yeah, other completely the other, misrepresented. The other, well, I was a statistician for a while. I don't know if you guys knew that, but we would never publish anything with a sample size of seven. Seven, yeah. Um, but in addition to that, it came out later that she shut off the comment, not shut off. Uh-huh. The, the, cut, the comments were approvable before they were seen. So she got to approve what comments got seen publicly on her video, which right, then taints the, com- the comment section. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's be done with her. I don't want to waste any more time talking about her right now. Yeah. Ridiculous. But I, I have like the memes that are out showing yeah. all of the wacky shit that she has tried to make into a fitness routine that are so dangerous. Right. Yeah. Snatching a bar dumbbell, which is, should only be done by elite athletes uh, while balancing on a BOSA ball. Right. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let, let's spread a little bit of good news. So back on episode 39 of our podcast, we had Dave Kalina on who is the president and founder of O2 Beverage Company, O2 Recovery. And back in April, they formed the Community Coalition, uh, which gave out vouchers from four companies uh, if you stayed for May. So if you kept your gym membership in May and your gym signed up and registered, you got $100 in vouchers uh, from four companies. They have done it again Uh, in November, that if you kept your membership in November, they are now doing a voucher for $200 with eight companies, uh, 20, or is it 10, 10 companies, $20 each, $20 for each voucher. Um, And we just want to make sure that you guys all know that that's available to you. If you kept your gym membership in November, and your gym signed up and registered, which they have over 5,000 gyms on the registration list right now, um, you, you can get a voucher from them. Just ask your gym how you can go about doing that. There's a code that they'll be able to give you so you can log in and get that voucher. But if they're not registered, it's really easy to get registered. Yeah. Uh, just talk I to just the gym. I just got my email from O2 about it. Cool. Right. And our, our gym expires, is registered. Yeah. It expires December 25th. Yeah. That's the key date. All of the vouchers expired December 25th. So you want to make sure you get those before Christmas and do your orders before Christmas um, from those. And, and the, the big ones are O2 and born primitive. And they were the ones from April that kind of have moved this forward. Uh, but there are 10 companies that are, that are giving vouchers for, for different things. So Please check that out. I think there is a website. Uh, it's communitycoalition.fitness to check mm-hmm. and make sure that your, uh, your gym is registered so that you are eligible for this and that you just had an active membership in November. So check that out and enjoy the, the swag from the 
$200 in vouchers from some great companies. Don't snooze. Christmas is coming. COVID Christmas. Yeah, COVID Christmas. So the next thing we have is it's another um, way to give back. You know, this is the holiday season. A lot of people like to give back during this time. And there is a young boy, uh, 12 years old in South Carolina named Connor Dobbin. Uh, he is, uh, they are starting a fund called the Save Connor Fund. And it is a heartbreaking story of this young boy who has San Filippo syndrome. And if you don't know what San Filippo is, it is like Alzheimer's for kids. It so, is, Schweitzer, right, do you right remember? Again. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to kind yeah, of. I, okay. I was telling Scott, too, I have, too, I know someone that I went to high school with and his daughter has it also. It's, it's yeah. weird that it's this very rare thing, but we yeah. all know yeah. someone that has it. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Our gym actually did a fundraiser for a girl named Regan who has the same disease. Um, but to, to explain to you what that is, it is an Alzheimer's for kids in, in a layman's terms. They will start losing their speech. They'll start losing their ability to, to move and grab. And, and eventually, it's, it is a fatal disease. Um, this family was offered, there's a, um, there are scientists in Texas that believe that they have a cure for one form of this San Filippo. But to do a trial is very expensive. And so what, this is what this fundraiser is about. They are trying to earn enough money to pay for Connor to go through these trials and to test this drug out to see if it is what will work. And I'm distracted because Kat had a tail for a second. Sorry, yeah, I got two in my lap. <laughs> and, and you were <laughs> wagging it. All... <laughs> Um, a beautiful blonde tail. <laughs> yeah, so so what they're doing is they're CrossFit is actually on board with this fundraiser and they are Good. coming up with a a hero wad for Connor for this weekend. Uh they're going to be performing it at uh the parents gym in South Carolina. But people across the country can do this workout uh as a way to support Connor. And then they're also going to do some drawings from some big time vendors. And one of those vendors is our sponsor, RX Mark here. Uh, they are, they are deeply involved with this. They're making some, some prize bags to give away uh, during that raffle, as well as some other uh, vendors from across the country. And then the following weekend, not this weekend, the following weekend, they're going to do more giveaways uh, to raise money. So we know where in South Carolina it is. Uh, I did look it up. Only because I'm going to be in South Carolina this weekend. I just wondered if it was going to be near. Uh... It's a it's a town I had not heard of, so okay. my guess is it's it. a suburb it of something. Mm -hmm. um, but you can go to saveconnor.com for all the information about what's going on. And there's actually um, a video that kind of shows Connor and and where he is today, and how they're trying to stop this from advancing, um, and get your Kleenex boxes ready. It's a, it's a pretty tough, tough video to watch. Um, Connor's doing well right now, uh, but they just don't he? know when the, he's 12. Wow. You just okay. don't know when the shoe's going to drop um, on the decline. So yeah. check it out. Um, 
Connor himself makes a plea at the end is where the tears really like flow down. Um, but yeah, saveconnor.com, check it out. If you can give, there's a GoFundMe page there. Uh, they're doing really well on that. Um, so you can donate that way, or you can get involved by doing the hero workout, try to raise some money or um, get involved in the raffles over the next two weekends. So, so there's that. So now we want to get to some more CrossFit news. Um, and this weekend, another live competition. As long as everything keeps going the way we think it's going, tomorrow is going to be the Masters Legends Championship. Yeah. Um, we actually have three friends of the show that we have had on here interviewed uh, that are competing tomorrow in this event. And they are in wrong. Phoenix, right? Phoenix, Arizona. It is in Phoenix, yeah. Arizona. Uh, Ron Ortiz, uh, Jeff Goebel, and Becca Voigt-Miller, which you may think to yourself, hmm, I haven't seen a Becca Voigt-Miller one, but stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Do we know um, if everybody's healthy? Do we know if Ron, I know Ron was dealing with some issues. We know Jeff broke his foot. <laughs> so I went, I went to the, the website. They have the leaderboard up there and the heat assignments and lane mm -hmm. assignments up already. That's oh, where wow. I got these names. Okay. So they are actually there as a, as a lane assignment, but you and I know from the master's fitness collective, mean anything. Yeah. It, people had lanes and, and weren't able to make it for, for one reason or another, whether it be they are suffered, they suffered an injury or COVID didn't allow them to take off travel, and, and yeah. land in Phoenix. Uh, so you know, I, that, I, that's the most recent information we have is those three are definitely there. Um, but it's, it's a pretty big Will Powell's there. I mean, there's some big master's names that are in the heat list. Um, I didn't see any of our names on there. Uh, <laughs> I just missed the cut. Yeah. Yeah, but. I know the timing. I know we were talking to some of the athletes that were at the uh, Master's Fitness Collective and they were a little concerned with the timing, not, not with COVID, but just with knowing that the open was going to come in February. Like, do you want to be coming off of this, you know, crazy weekend and then have to turn around and start training for the open? I mean, it's, it's cutting it close. It's not impossible, but you know, we old people need a little more time to recover <laughs> um, and, and to bounce back than, the, than the, some of those games athletes. And I mean, in talking to some of the athletes at Masters Fitness Collective, they said that that was tougher than the games. You know, so I don't, I don't know any, I don't have any insight into the programming of this one or anything else, but it'll be interesting to see, you know, the people that do really well at this, how quickly will they be able to turn around and start training for the open and how will they do? Cause it sounds like the open's going to be important for masters again, as it's been in years past. Yeah. And, and again, we've heard there may be a delay to the open just because of COVID. Um, so maybe that'll help them out. But the other thing is all the workouts are released. You can go check them out on the Instagram page. Uh, for the Masters Legend Championships. Uh, uh -huh. Kat, you'll be excited. They're all named after Greek mythology. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all of them. Uh, the first event is going to take all day tomorrow. Oh, wow. Okay. So we, to get to through all it. the heats and all of the age groups and um, all that. So it's, it's, it's not a short one. Do we know um, who programmed it? I don't. No. Okay. They they did not look easy. I will say that. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I'm only getting like the 35 to 39, and not right. the modifications as you get to the older age groups. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it it looked brutal. 
Cool. Uh, well, just maybe next very week we similar can have to, a recap and figure some things out with it. Dig into yeah, the, it a little bit more. The one thing I'm upset that I haven't found is that if it's streaming anywhere, I have mm -hmm. looked through their, their social media. I've looked on their website. I have looked through everything and I can't find anywhere where they might be streaming. So it may just That's be bummer. a social media kind of update thing, uh, yeah. but we'll follow along the best we can. So we can bring you as much on the updates as, as possible. I know we have a couple friends of the show also attending as coaches and things. So maybe we can get some inside scoop. Yeah. Yeah. And I know Jeff always responds if we reach yeah. out to him. So uh, maybe we can get some stuff directly from Jeff Goble to see, see how that's going. All right. We also had some pretty big news drop right before we came on the air. Uh, maybe yeah. two hours before we came on the air. Brooke made her own announcement today. That's she didn't need the help of a coach to make the announcement, which that's a big step. You're bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Brooke Wells made the announcement that she is now going to do proven programming and her coach will be Shane Orr. Right. That's, that's a huge upgrade from the situation she just got out of. And I'm not saying this to say Ben Bergeron because Ben Bergeron didn't coach Brooke this year. Um, she was coached by other people. And it looks like if Kat did her research well and what she texted me, it looks like that changed depending on what part of the season she was in. And there really was no consistency with that. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. So that was, that had to be crazy for her. You're a top five athlete and you get no consistency from your coaching. Um, yeah. I, I think now my question does, cause we talked about this before, maybe not on the show, but in text messages, you had actually predicted this when I, I did. I had said something like Tia and Shane have an announcement, but they haven't said, and you, you picked right up on it. You said, I wonder if they're going to train Brooke. And I thought, no, Shane's gone on record before saying that, you know, he doesn't really want the conflict of interest and, you know, he's worried about, you know, he's not worried, but, um, you know, putting all his attention, focusing all of his attention on Tia. Um, and so I just, it's just, it's kind of unusual, right? Or shocking that he would take on another female athlete. It makes you wonder, sort of what's happening. But I know she said specifically, like she's following this proven stuff. You know, is that the same training that Tia and Matt follow? Yes. It is. Okay. Yeah. And I, and um, Shane started it. He's, he just branded it probably right. six months ago. Yeah. Started selling t-shirts and and yeah, and then he was going to put it online for other people if they wanted to follow the programming. Now, mm -hmm. he's probably putting out one workout a day. And Tia and Matt were doing a lot more than that. Well, and it sounds like they have a competition track. But I, even, I would even yeah. imagine that they were doing more than that. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So um, I, think, I think it's a huge upgrade for Brooke. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. But it makes me want, so this is what's going through my head. And this is just me externally processing this news is that 
one of the big reasons that Matt and Tia said that it worked, that they worked out together was that they weren't competitors with each other. Right. Right. One's male, one's female. They don't have to go against each other when the games come. Brooke and Tia, if Tia goes individual this year, will be competitors and that changes the dynamic. And they have been teasing an announcement yes. for two weeks now. And it makes me wonder if Tia, you know, there's, there, there have been social media posts teasing are Matt and her going team. Right. She I don't think Matt, happen. I don't think Matt will ever go team. Nope. Matt has said over and over again, he will never go team. But I do think it's possible that Tia will go team. And now that it's an affiliate cup, here's my big. Oh. Now it's affiliate cup. China Cho lives in California, not Cookville, Tennessee. Oh, oh I didn't think about that. Damn. And she could slide in the mayhem team. Yeah. With yeah. Rich and Tasia. And I don't know about the other male. Chandler. Uh, I don't, Chandler would be foolish. Ready, to, no. He I needs know. to have his run at the individual. Yeah. Uh, but you heard it here first. You know, you said Matt's retiring. I'm throwing it out. Tia's going to be on the Mayhem team. Interesting. That'd be cool. And then Shane can focus on Brooke. And, Matt? and if Matt comes back, or if Matt doesn't come back, maybe he takes on Chandler. Something like that. Who knows? Can Love you it. imagine, though, if Matt was on that team? If it was Matt and Tia, Rich and Tasia? What? what? Nobody else would participate. <laughs> Everybody go back to individual. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. got to get out of this thing. Yeah, Matt has said, I think, at least four million times that he would never do team. That 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 is just yeah. not in his makeup. Um, it's like Dan Bailey will never go masters, right? It's just kind of a thing that's not gonna happen. Yeah. We wish it would, but yeah. They claim they uh, won't. Yeah. I just can't I just I'm like waiting for some announcements because I just want some more clarity around <laughs> the season, what's gonna happen, who's where, what's happening. You mean or like rule book. CrossFit clarity? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite word. All right, well, let's move on to this next subject. Um, the subject that will never end. Oh. <laughs> we, we have been killed by what is the proper push-up standard for a CrossFit athlete? Does it depend on the workout? <laughs> did you get feedback from our listeners? I did get one piece of feedback. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, I've got to pull it up, so I'm stalling. If you okay, could, sure. yeah, I know you've reached out to people as well. Yes. Yeah, so, why well, this has created a lot of a lot of drama among lots of people about this. So, a couple of the coaches, like I work with, will say. Yes, I think that your your um, thighs should at least lightly touch the ground. Otherwise, that your butt dips or you worm. 
Um, and then I've had other coaches say, well, I specifically tell people not to put their thighs to the ground because then they'll do the worm trying to get them down to the ground. Then I've heard people say that if you're truly in a hollow position, your thighs will never touch the ground because that shouldn't happen. Um, and then I heard from, I asked a, a cat, you and I have a mutual friend who is um, a level three CrossFit coach as well. And I asked him his thought and he says, um, okay, sorry. I don't see a need for the thighs to touch the ground from a competitive standpoint. I do think nipples need to touch the ground, not just the belly. People all the time um, will just hit their, say their belly touches, but you definitely got to get, I've heard nips and hips to the ground. Um, they did say at the games when you're doing Murph that if your thighs touch the ground, it's a no rep. That's what I heard. But they also had weight vests on, so that right. might be different that, too. That, yeah, sure. Um, and then someone said it should all move down together while keeping tension, um, you know, chest to the ground and elbows returned back to a fully locked out position. And so I was explaining, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm coaching a regular class and I don't see, you know, if somebody's thighs don't touch the ground, I don't, I don't no rep them. I will, if I don't see their chest touch the ground, I, you know, absolutely will no rep somebody for that. Um, but I guess I've just always, I don't know, I, I'm able to get my chest and thighs to the ground and, and I've coached it with saying those standards. So, and then I will get into these little challenges with people about that. So I just was throwing it out recently again, like why, what is the standard for it? And what, so, what were you gonna say, Scott? Yeah, I think so it's I'm why you find, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna read this from our listener, the real Mod Maddie Hahn. Uh, the push-up standard, I always thought the main issue was the lockout. I always follow that the wrist, elbow, and shoulders lock out in an upright position. I noticed most people that claim push-ups are easy always lock out with their shoulders way in front of the wrist because it's less range of motion. And it turns into more of a tummy touch the ground, not chest. Just my thought, I try to touch my nose to the ground on every rep and full vertical lockout. Mm -hmm. What I would argue with you, Amy, just briefly, in addition to that, and I do think we get so focused on what's touching that we don't really look at the arms sure. and see what that position is. But my physically, I cannot touch my chest and thighs to the ground sure. with my body type. I think we get into trouble when we try to put competition standards on a daily workout. As a coach, we should know what the, the points of emphasis we want to see are and coach to those because we're just trying to get those people fit. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I'm going to back that up. Here's how I approach it. I always want to approach it by giving what the full standards are, meaning it's an air squat. I want, you know, you to your hips to fully pats, you know, the hip crease, I want full lockout overhead. Now, I know in my class that I coach that this person, this person, this person, what their range of motion is, what their abilities are. And for those people, absolutely. I'm not going to go over to Joe Schmo, who I know doesn't have the, you know, mobility to do a full air squat and no rep them on every one. Like I wouldn't do that. But I, I think it goes to being able to, to know your athletes and being able to scale appropriately for people with different body types and different movement restrictions. But I'm always going to coach to the standard. 
Right. I think my argument is if I look at an athlete and they're in a plank position and their elbows are at a 45 degree angle and their chest touches the ground and they remain in the plank position the whole way to the ground and then they come back up and remain in a plank position the whole way up, they are getting fit. I don't disagree. Sure. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I think it just, there's instances where you get people who you know can do the written standard based on their body type and everything else. And they start competing against each other. And it's like, you know, I did it faster than you, but you know, none, your chest never hit the ground or that kind of thing. I see that a lot in, uh, in classes and things where people get super competitive. Um, it's also, I'll tell you the reason why you don't see push-ups in CrossFit competitions very often. Um, you'll see a hand release push-up because that's much easier to judge. Right. Um, and I'm sure that, Murph, if you ask any of the L1 judges that, that, um, that judged Murph at the games, will tell you that that was probably one of the hardest things that they had to judge. And maybe, you know, maybe I'll reach out to Fern or something and ask him, uh, you know, about that because maybe the chest plate on the, you know, the weight thing does make a difference and it makes it a little easier. It's kind of like when you're doing chest bar, I've judged chest bar pull-ups in a competition where the competitors are wearing chest, uh, weight vests. And it was so easy to tell, you know, you know, when a metal plate hits the bar, right. It was easier to do than just a regular chest to bar pull up. So um, it's why you don't see it in competition because it's super hard. It's like ring rows. I mean, God, have you ever tried to, you know, judge ring rows in a competition? It's like, there's no good way to do it. So I guess my whole argument like to this whole thing is this seems to be one movement where there is lots of different varying ideas about what the standard is. So I, I guess I'm just saying that there shouldn't be so much confusion about what the standard is. Like, I feel like it should be more clear and it not to have to be like, why are we discussing this? Do you, mm, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you did say that when you, last week when you talked about it, I said, are you stating fact? And you said, yeah, it's what's published or whatever. Like yeah. CrossFit publishes a standard, right? So that should be the standard that we sort of have in our heads when we're coaching it. And I think on that standard, that it says that the chest and thighs should go to the ground, toward the ground. Yeah, towards. Is but not it doesn't word. say they have to touch. Well, I'm just going to keep looking this up. We're going <laughs> to. So let me put it out there that if you have thoughts on this, uh, this yeah. seems to be a very sensitive and controversial topic. Uh, one, I think the push-up is an excellent way to get stronger in your shoulders and in your arms and even better than bench pressing and much safer. And, it, and they're hard. Right. They're hard. It, it works. Yeah. And so I think that's why everybody gravitates to the standard because we, it's hard to get a specific standard on something that we actually use a lot to get fit and works. Okay. Okay. Well, let's just say this says lower chest and thighs to the ground. I mean, that's, that does leave it up for interpretation. Am I right? I mean, if you say I, I hear to the ground as touching the ground, touching the ground. Right. But that doesn't, that as a person who's now worked in state policy for 17 years, it doesn't say that it has to touch. It just has to be lowered to. Well, then it doesn't say the chest has to touch the ground. 
Interesting. Am I right? Listen, CrossFit, we need you to clear it up for us. What's yeah. the standard? Somebody asked we Nicole Carroll. We need to get a hold of the MRF standards from the, the 2017 games. I'll get right on that. Again, we shouldn't, we shouldn't automatically assume that the competition standard is what we should hold our athletes to. Now, the CrossFit standard from like the L1 okay, book, yes. yes. Okay. But yeah. competitions can change that standard for their competition. True. And you have to be careful. Or maybe an that. open, like if there was an, I would want to know what the, what would the open standard be for a push-up if a push-up was ever in the open? And the answer is going to be, we'd never put a push-up in the open because it's too controversial <laughs> and it's too there, hard. To there have been push-ups on the scaled side of the open. Um, but I can't remember if they were hand release or regular. Yeah, I'm sure they were hand release, but I'll, I'll do some research. That'll be my job. Yeah, the the one with the bear crawl, uh, mm -hmm. instead of the handstand walk, it's push up instead of handstand push up. Okay. For that workout, and we did it twice, and right. once was uh, in the fall of '19. We did it, whatever that they called that one. All right. So let's move on to the next subject. If you ha are, if you have an idea or something that we should look at for this, go ahead and send it, put it in the comments below or uh, send it to us through social media and we'll, we'll review it next week. So the next thing is Eric Rosa. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot on this show with some of our guests about the vibe around him and, and how things have changed. Uh, Morning Chalk Up did a poll of the community to find out what is their approval rating of what he has done since he's taken over. And that poll rating was higher than any candidate I've ever seen in for a political office. <laughs> uh, it was 85%. Wow. The community believes he's going in the right direction. That is huge. Yeah. CEOs don't get that approval rating uh, very often. And here we have one at 85%. So he's done some pretty amazing things. Definitely. Your thoughts? I think it's what we needed. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, not surprised. And at like, it was, it was time. Okay. That was a quick we'll move one. on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin Kotler. Uh, I think we can now say friend of the show. Yeah. Um, for sure. And who Amy and I said was the coach we wanted to have more than any other. Just mm -hmm. saying. Yep. Uh, they have now labeled his crew of athletes that are moving to Las Vegas as the Sin City Squad. Love it. So cool. And so uh, who they have there in Vegas right now is Carrie. Bethany, Danielle Brandon, and then two up-and-comers, and of course their last names could not be easy to pronounce, uh, Matt, D-L-U-G-O-S. I don't know how to say D-L together. The little logos. Probably just a silent D, maybe. <laughs> and the then uh, Nicolas Bidarte, and she... Uh, she's an up and cover too. I believe has been to a regional um, and maybe 
uh, some sanctional uh, competitions. But it's funny because really, you know, other than us geeks, not many people knew about Justin Cutler as a coach. And all of a sudden, he is blowing up. Mm-hmm. Everybody um, discovered how awesome he was. Right. And this crew kind of started with um, a group of three women who wanted to train together to get ready for the CrossFit Games. Um, and then for phase one, did it in the same area. And when it became evident that one of the three was doing much better than the other two, they started being a team and the other two would do the workouts ahead of her to let her know what to expect. So they got together to push Carrie to the top five, which I think is a really cool story. And a lot of places do that. Um, and, and I thought, I think it's really cool how they came together and now it's going to be a permanent thing with all of them in Vegas. Yeah. And this was all sort of contrived by COVID too, right? I mean, they were in New York doing their thing. I mean, who knows if, if there wasn't a pandemic, you know, what the, um, what the likelihood would be of some of these people, you know, moving to New York city, moving to New York city to train is a hell of a lot different than moving to Las Vegas to train. Absolutely. Right? And if, if Justin had stayed in, in New York with, with Carrie, you know, this, all of this may not have happened. So well, cool. what's the chance of Daniel Brennan from San Sacramento, California, going all the yeah. way to New York to do the, to do the, the games. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, it probably was bred completely out of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, which I think is super cool. And, Maybe that's what's happening with Shane and Brooke. You know, they're putting together their own little group. Super, and yeah. because they're, especially in a year that, that the pandemic could be continuing on in, you may need to have those people to kind of support you uh, through, through some of these online events. Yeah, true. So I just thought that was a really cool story. And, and, um, yeah. I like that. I like thinking of that, um, Kat, like, because I think everybody has such, you know, negative connotation to the pandemic and this is a positive yeah. thing. Like look at all the things that may not have happened. Um, yeah. Because, so. It's very cool. Yeah. Well, all right. So we are going to skip the catching up this week cause we are knee deep into this week's episode. Um, and we're going to get to our silly questions of the week. I kind of changed the name. If you've been with us a while, it used to be the stupid questions, but I'm changing it to silly questions uh, yeah, just positive. to have fun with. Yeah, more positive because um, that's just who we are. Can I tell you guys a really funny story about my job real quick today? Because it's silly. Yes. I think you'll get a kick out of it. I am a preschool teacher and I work with preschoolers. And today, one of the, I was drawing a picture and talking to the kids and, you know, just talking. And one of the kids told me that my hair looked like poop. your hair looks like poop and I was like wow like literal poop and meanwhile I'm thinking I need to you know text my um my hairstylist immediately because clearly I've got some work to do so then I realized that it she was talking about the drawing that I was drawing of myself because it's like here's me and here's a time I was sad and I was trying to do a ponytail and it did look like a big piece of turd was (laughs) 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 at first I was like well, that was just very honest of you to tell me that my hair looks like poop. That's great. Okay. So, so how many days last week was your gaslight on, Kat? 
<laughs> Never. <laughs> Listen, I'm good. I'm good to go. What a mess. So let's go to the first silly question of the week. We are in the holiday season. And so I want to know, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Kat, you're up. Polar Express. Um, this has more become a favorite movie of mine since I became a mom. Um, my kids probably don't care about it now, but when they were little, you know, 10, 15 years ago, um, we would watch it a lot. Really cute. Um, we love the hot chocolate scene in the, in the, when they're dancing and doing hot chocolate. So it's <laughs> a good one. And Tom Hanks, I mean, can't go wrong. Well, and Aerosmith to end the movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sorry, Aerosmith is that. the elves. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it pop up yet. I haven't been doing much television watching, but um, I'll have to make sure we get that one in when we're all wearing our Christmas pajamas that I just ordered today. Did you get ones for the dogs? I did not. Um, but maybe I will try to. Definitely. You need that for the dogs. The problem is, like, I have to get three different sizes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. I have to get three anyway. So we'll see. Amy? 100% elf. Mm. I love to laugh. It is so funny my favorite part and you can even ask my scott this sometime is the part when when he is trying to they've cut down the tree from central park and it's inside the apartment and they need to put the star on top and he has to do the running jump like i will rewind and fast forward or rewind and watch that like over and over again and crack up so oh there you go yeah my wife and daughter love that too much and i think I've just been overexposed. Kind of like National Treasure. Yeah, I get it. <sighs> you and that. You and that movie. Well, it's on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am the king of the rom-com. So our tradition is every year um, on Christmas Eve, my wife and I, after we get everything kind of done and set up, is we pour a glass of wine and we watch Love Actually. Called it. That's cute. Um, and I and that movie is really funny. It is. Yeah, fun. it's a rom com, but it is really just plain funny. So I've never seen it. Oh, it's really good. Just so you know. Ah, maybe I'll have to put it add it to my list. So it's one of those movies that it's like five stories, all going on at the same time. And they're loosely kind of strung together. Uh, but the best one is there's an old rock washed up rock star. And his goal is to be the number one Christmas song on Christmas Eve. And if he gets there, he's going to perform the song naked on Christmas Eve on TV. That's the best part. Is that what you said? said? It's just funny. The no. relationship, because it's all of it's all different kinds of love. And that's why it's love actually. And he has a manager that he's been with for years. Don't give so, it away. Stop. I won't give it away. But I won't give it away. Right. But, but also, Pro it. Professor Snape is in that movie. He is, and he's mean. He was I also in. Is. I can't believe Scott's favorite movie is Die Hard. Oh, that's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yep. But he's also in. Professor Snape is also in Die Hard. Who's Professor Snape? <laughs> Harry the bad Potter. Bad guy in Die Hard. 
the bad guy in Die Hard, the one with like a British accent. The one that says "Yippee Kaye," and the guy that falls off the building. He has like unusually like blonde hair. No, dark hair. Dark, dark hair. Have you seen any of the Harry Potters? I think maybe I saw the first one. I saw the one where I know one scene in Harry Potter where they like go through the wall of the train station or something, or there's like a platform nine and three quarters. Yeah, that that's all I know about Harry Potter. Cat. <laughs> Sorry. I am not cultured. Not on All right. So question number two, more CrossFit based. And what we just talked about with the Sin City crew, if you could put together a training group that you would be a part of as an elite athlete, and you could pick two people to train with you to be your little crew, who would those two people be? And they should be elite athletes. That's what makes this fun. So, Kat? Okay, so I totally misread this question. And I thought it was, if I was going <laughs> to create an elite CrossFit team, who would I want on my team? <laughs> but I'll adjust. Um, it's the same anyway. Hmm. Guy, girl, right? One guy, one girl? I didn't put that stipulation in. Yeah. That's just what I did. Okay. So um Paul Tremblay because I think he's cute and he does all the barbell cycling stuff so remember I was thinking we'd be on a team together and he and I could cycle barbells quickly but then we need to balance it out with someone who's really good at gymnastics so Alex Smith of course because he seems like he'd be a lot of fun um, and he could teach me all things gymnastics very good those are my two. Amy? I'm not going to say who you think I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say Con Porter, but I just wanted to throw that name out there so we can go ahead and tag his name in this episode. <laughs> but I'm going to say Christy O'Connell and Dan Bailey. You don't want to leave, far, you don't want to go far from home. I want to, right. That's actually part of the reason because I need to stay close to Schmoopy and Schmoopet. Um, and Murph, and also um, maybe Scott. I don't know the hubby. <laughs> I mean, he, he would could travel wherever I go. But. No, I, I, I just think they would be good training partners, and I, you know, and it would be close to home. So that's why I picked them. So my picks, um, I wanted to be friends of the show, people who supported us, and two. I wanted it to be fun people because I'm not really that elite. So who I thought, who would I have the most fun with um, training? And so when you think of fun, you think of Dex. Yeah. Dex Hopkins, one of the funnest people we've interviewed on this show. I still laugh every time I think about his wife chucking the, the water bottle at his head as we're interviewing him. Um, and his reactions, uh, Dex would be the, be the guy. And then his counterpart would be Kelly Baker because she is the person that I think would be the most fun to sit around and have a couple beers with and just shoot the breeze. And at least, and I know there'd be trash talking in the gym when all this is going on and I would be laughing more than I would be working out. But my abs would be really strong from all the laughing. Love it. So, yeah, yeah. 
they have a good balance to their life. They like food and, and having a good time. So I think that that'd be a good balance. Yeah. And that it would be a blast. You know that every day there'd be laughs in the gym. So that's my pick. I couldn't pick someone that I had like a CrossFit crush on. Cause that would just, I wouldn't even be able to do anything. And I thought that's why you didn't say con because you would just be thrown off your game. You're distracted. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what would happen. I would be doing no CrossFit, zero CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Amy, you want to take the next week's oh. guest? Oh, yes, I do want to take the next week's guest. Because you were guest. a part of that interview. I was a part of that. And that next week's guest was teased at the beginning of this one. And before we met with her, she was just under a new master's age group. And now she is 40. Oh, really? Oh, shit. And, <laughs> yep. Becca Boyd Miller is our next nice. guest. So stay tuned for that on Monday being released. And she was awesome. Uh, really laid back. Uh, I think at first she was a little, you know, a little nervous about what topics we we're going to talk about. And when it got to be about like her Trader Joe's shopping trips and yeah. stuff, it, she just loosened up and, and went all in and it was, it was a great interview. So I uh, cannot wait for you guys to check that one out. Uh, Monday at 11 AM as always Becca Voigt Miller. So let's now go to our favorite thing from the internet. Who wants to go first, Amy? You you got uh, one? Nope. 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 Okay. Right. So I'm gonna we're gonna one last time talk about the Jillian thing. So my favorite thing on the internet this week was a post I created just today. Uh, a new workout called the Dodo. <laughs> and it is 10 box jumps, one burpee, nine box jumps, two burpees, all the way till the end. Um, I did the workout yesterday just for fun. Um, but, and I did but there's it twice, like a thousand, fifteen hundred burpees in that. Nope, fifty-five actually. But if you do my version, <laughs> you do uh, one hundred and ten because oh. I did it twice, and my shoulder still didn't hurt. So that's the workout. So you did three thousand burpees. <laughs> Can you believe it? Oh my god! And my form was so bad by the end. So bad. <laughs> I stubbed my toe like four times. It was a mess. And for those of you who have not seen the video, Jillian did the 10 to one while the other one was going one to 10, just one time through and said she did 1500 burpees. Well, like 1700 or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and her yeah. form was breaking. Her and shoulder her, hurt. Her she toes her toe. and her shoulders. Yeah. Whatever. Amy, you ready? Sure. I'll just go with um, Make Wads Great again, because I'm just, I don't think I can pick one, but he's been blowing up the Jillian Michaels memes. And I mean, just, you need to just go just to his page and just check out the Jillian Michael memes because those have been. They're top awesome. notch. Yeah. Top Today notch. he said, this is the final edition. <laughs> he keeps <laughs> like, saying no. that, but then he keeps posting. Them. <laughs> uh. All right. Well, mine is another friend of the show, someone we've had on here, and that is Sage Bergener. Mm. She was at the Mayhem Athlete Weekend. And if you have not seen the video of her coaching all of these elite athletes uh, on their Olympic lifts, uh, Justin Medeiros, um, 
Samuel Cornier, Rich, um, Fee Sagafi. And she is just, they are all going at one time and she is just bouncing. But she had total command of their attention. And it was just so cool to see this strong woman have control of this whole gym like she owned the joint. It was, it just was awesome. And you only have to watch it for like five minutes and you get the sense of, of how in command she was. And it just was really cool. I, it was like, it was that, that lioness that knew her shit and was, was just hammering it down. And she, she had control. It was awesome. She's a badass. And I love it that she she's, is. I mean, she is strong as heck, but she's this tiny, tiny, tiny thing. Yep. But I mean, so. Yeah, like unassuming looking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Minus, she, you know, the chest pieces and the, yeah. you know, the tattoos, but yeah, she's awesome. And she jumped in on some of the CrossFit workouts with Tasia as her partner uh, and was telling Tasia, this is a strategy where we need to go. We need to go fast, then faster, then fastest. Love it. I was like, okay. So she's uh, gonna be she's gonna be doing all of the um any of the Bergner strength um seminars that are held at Mayhem, she's gonna be doing those. Yeah, yeah she's pretty much exclusively that in California. Mm-hmm. Uh where she lives. Um so yeah. I I want to know more about that structure at Mayhem that's coming up. And I know this is kind of a little bit off topic and I'm hoping to get someone on to be able to kind of talk about that uh, because they are really setting themselves up with a lot of partnerships. Um, and from a business sense, I just, I find that fascinating. Yeah. And I really want to hear what's going on down there. So I am efforting some people from Mayhem uh, to hopefully get on the show and kind of talk about that. All right. Well, that is our show. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. It really makes a difference in the algorithms. It gets us a little more publicity as like, hey, check this thing out or check that thing out. So it's as simple as pushing a button. Just hit that thumbs up uh, or subscribe to the channel. That also gets you in the hashtag road to a thousand. And so you kind of kill two birds with one stone right there. And um, with that, We'll see. Oh, thank you to RX Smart Gear. Don't forget code Clydesdale15, all caps, 15% off everything in the store. Uh, they have been awesome to us um, and they're doing awesome things. And so if you want to support a good company and good people, uh, please check that out. 15% off Clydesdale15. And we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.